Hey everyone, welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation. Let's go. We're back. We're sleep deprived, but we're back. And we're <laughs> so happy to be with you guys. Thank you for being patient with us as we took a tiny little break after having our new sweet baby. So baby's here. She's incredible. Um... And four kids is a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody keeps asking us. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we had a baby two weeks ago, or sorry, last week. Yeah. And she's just over a week old and we are so happy about it. But at the same time, we do have four kids. And it's interesting. Everybody keeps asking us like, how's four kids? And we're always like, it's kind of hard. It's a lot. <laughs> it's funny. I haven't ever had like a really hard adjustment kid wise, like one to two, two to three. And I would always say like one to two is probably my hardest. This has been a world like someone just threw me in the bullpen and was like, good luck. And I'm like, it'll be fine. And then it, it, it's been fun. We've, we were learning. We've had a lot of really great help. Why well, is I always hated the conversations of like, how is your transition from one to two babies and from two to three babies, right? Yeah. And until we had our fourth baby and there was this like super, super amazing person that Lauren grew up with that came and said, she was like, yeah, the hardest transition for my husband was from three to four. And the hardest for me was from two to three. And I was like, oh, why? And she was like, because from three to four, it took both of you all the time. Yep. Like <clears throat> tending to the kids' needs, tending to your needs, doing your jobs, all that stuff. And and uh, so, yeah. And I think that that conversation comes up so much with moms and new moms and stuff like that. But I mean, let's talk about the dads for a second. You know what I mean? No, but, for like, real. but yeah, no, on this episode, we want to talk about um, if you've had a baby, if it's your first, if it's your fifth, whatever it is, kind of the ins and outs of what... Um, kind of how you can still have a good relationship because guys, if we're being honest, like our relationship this last week has been sucky. No, it's been such shit. Yeah. Shit. Like, <laughs> like just actual dog shit. And it's, we weren't, yeah. we weren't prepared for it. No. And so I guess if there's something that we can help everybody else out there with is like how to be prepared for the days after having a baby and just understanding that that like isn't all sunshine and rainbows unless you make it. Yeah. And focusing a lot on, um, we have a masterclass coming out at the end of the month, um, beginning of November. Which for people that don't know what a masterclass is, because that was me, <laughs> it's a webinar. Like we're just yeah, getting like free. we're just getting on webinar. We're talking about intimacy. We're talking about how to have better sex in your relationship, um, how to connect better on a physical level. Um, and it's free. And like we want everybody to join because I think everybody needs that information. Yeah. So if you go to our Instagram in the link in the bio. Um, you can sign up for that free masterclass that's happening yeah. um, where we're going to dive into all things intimacy. So there's four different levels of intimacy and we're going to kind of dive into some of those and, and talk all about it. It'll be fun. So go sign up for that. Um, like I said, it's free, but going into this week's t uh, episode, it's funny. We really only ever talk about things that we're really going through. And so kind of when we decided we're like, Hey, we're going to film um, and record an episode today. Um, one of the biggest things that stood out to me was, like our relationship throughout this whole thing and, and the intimacy aspect of, well, let's just talk about real, like we cannot have sex we for can't. six weeks. My vagina like She is, pushed a baby out yep, of her no, vagina. It's out of commission. It, Closed up shop. I literally watched the doctor just pull a baby People right out of it. People don't need to know that. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> they, they can know whatever they need to know. But 
It, but it, I mean, I didn't. I didn't look down this time. <laughs> I know you did for a half second. You were scarred. But like, no, I'm in I'm diapers. Scarred, it's not. My boobs are like the size of coconuts, and they're like gross, and they make me kind of cringe when don't I look at them. Do that to yourself. They. They. It's, it, it's not. Your glamour. body's amazing. Right it is. Now. It's great. It's. It's. It's great. My kids keep asking me why my tummy's so fluffy. You gotta love kids. I was mainly saying. I was. I was mainly saying like, hey, like. <laughs> There's no way that that would be enjoyable. And like the doctor literally says, you're just not supposed to have sex for six weeks. Exactly. But I'm trying to like say after childbirth, it's not really glamorous. It's really not. It's not. It's no one told me after I had my first baby that after I had him, I would go to get in the shower and I still looked pregnant and I was sobbing because I was like, I thought this just went away and I got a donut going on. (laughs) Like, what is this? So it's beautiful and it's amazing and you learn to appreciate it. And like, what's the butt? But I, you can't. I don't think I would want to have sex even if I could. Oh, okay. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I get down with you. No, because I agree. I think that women are always like, yeah, it's beautiful. And what my body goes through is amazing. But like, what's the real part of it? Like, do you genuinely feel that like, like, do you, how do you actually feel? Is that how um, you feel towards it? Or are you, or are you still kind of like in your head where it's like, I want my old body. Back? I am a little bit in my head. I told you that yesterday. Okay. Um, I'm like a week postpartum ish, like a week in like two days. And I was like in the shower and I found myself um, being like, okay, so I need to like lose this weight and I need to do this. And I know people are going to come at me for this. You've already thought that. Yeah. I know people are going to come at me for this. Um, And that's fine. You can come at me. Um, But there is a grieving process, I think, in that of like with childbirth, you go through this identity of being pregnant and having a baby inside of you and it's beautiful and it's amazing and your body changes and grows and you can kind of semi-appreciate that because you're like literally bringing life into this world and then you have the baby and like I said where it's like not glamorous it's yeah you have like things are flabby and things hurt and you're bleeding and you could just honestly like I, I found myself a lot of times like you feel a little bit out of your body sometimes a little bit it's very um like you're grateful but you're also kind of like okay cool like other than the fact that I'm feeding this baby and and she she's like she needs me, and also I want to find myself again. I want that to like I can't I can't really go to the gym. I can't do much. I mean like I'll go on walks and I try to do things that I know are gonna help me mentally a little bit better. But mm-hmm. it's just a lot. I don't even know really how to put it into words. But it's just a lot, and I don't want to sound ungrateful because I'm not. But at the same time, there's a grieving process of like, well, I'm no longer pregnant, and especially for me, this last one because this is our last baby. It's like. I really want to like soak this in, but at the same time, I can't wait for like to get to where I was at before I got pregnant, where I was like in really great shape and I felt very connected to myself and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if that answers your question, but. Well, yeah, I always just saw, I've always wondered that where I know that women probably beat themselves up right after they have a baby because it's like you had this big old, like you had a tummy, you had a baby in your stomach. And then all of a sudden, like you don't have the stomach that you used to have before that baby was put in there. Right? Well, yeah. And just trying to figure out clothes. Like I finally yeah. broke down and bought. But I don't think that a lot of people actually express the fact that like they're not like, I mean, for lack of a better term, mentally okay with what's going on. They usually just say like, oh, it's beautiful that your body can have a baby and feed a baby and what you did and everything. And it's like, if you just take on that term, you might spiral. Right. So. Yeah, no. And I think it's totally normal to feel either way, whatever, however you want to feel. Um, it's a big adjustment. And like I said, like 
I mean, even getting dressed and trying to find clothes to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, for me right now, like wearing anything super tight, like hurts my like ribs wow. and my like stomach area. I don't know if the things are just trying to get back to normal, but like having an elastic waistband, like around like my, like above my belly button, I guess. Cause that's where I would like wear something like that. Um, it hurts and like it causes like internal pain, which I like wasn't, I'm not used to. Yeah. Um, and so that's been an adjustment. So I finally broke down and bought like a couple of pairs of pants that I was like, okay, like they're, they're a bigger size than what I would normally wear. And I just want to be comfortable and I want to like not want to cry when I put my clothes on. Like, so my biggest piece of advice is like find things that make you feel good about you. Um, and make that sacrifice, whatever that is, whether it's like yeah. buying, buying a couple new outfits or, or whatever, like you'll get to where you want to be eventually, but like enjoy the moment. Like you can still grieve the moment that you're in, but kind of enjoy or do whatever you need to do so that you can maybe not be so miserable in it. So it's like buying new clothes or, you know, go get your hair done or self tan. I'm like a huge believer in a spray tan changes lives. So all that fun stuff, but going on the topic of intimacy or connecting, (laughs) I'm like, we're really off topic there with your partner like you said, our relationship this last week was like actual garbage. Yeah. Um, why do you think so? I don't know. Because life was chaotic and crazy. And we well, were both in our heads a lot, I think. Yeah. We were like straight up surviving. Yeah. And I think that I took on a little bit of a device. So um, when you're in the hospital, there's people coming in and out your door every hour. And yeah, Matt was going to straight up throat punch somebody yeah. at the end of the day but and like i'd never gone home with with the fourth kid and so like this is a new stage of life for me and so there was an there's an OBGYN that came in and kind of counseled us a little bit not counseled just like came in and checked on lauren and he was just like hey guys like it's okay to be in survival mode right yeah. and i think when i heard that i was like that's what i'm taking on I'm, I'm in survival mode right and i automatically went to like that's how i should react to everything and so like I threw out the window, my relationship to myself, my relationship to Lauren, to my kids. And I was just like, this is survival mode. Like, I'm just going to pick up. We're going to clean. We're going to do the things. We're going to make sure the baby's fed, like survive. Yeah. Right. And it's so interesting. And if uh, like, that's not our thing. Like our thing is like, don't just survive, thrive. And that's definitely not what we were doing. And so I think it's interesting that like, even all the programming that I've gone through over the past like year, year and a half is don't take on what other people tell you, right? <laughs> don't listen to society. Don't listen to like the, you know what I mean? Like other people's opinions. It's like form your own. Yeah. And I really, really took that to heart where it was just like, I, I guess, I guess, yeah, you're right. Like this is just surviving. And it took us a week, like a week it and a couple rough. days to like actually for me to get out of my head and be like, no, that's not what we're doing. I'm not just surviving. Like this is my life. Like I want this to be amazing. Yeah. Right. So. Yep. Well, and I think a big thing too is like when we get in states of that, like of, of the survival mode with each other, it, there's a little bit of resentment, I feel like, on, on either side. Or maybe not resentment, but there's contention. and There's just no room for your spouse or for anyone With anybody else. other yeah. than just like what's right in front of you of like, mm-hmm. I'm literally just trying to like keep everybody fed and alive and we're all sleep deprived and all of that, which is like. Even if we're not talking about a baby though. In general, like yeah, in life like, in general of like... People always say that. We're just like, well, we're just surviving. And I'm just like, really? Yeah. But like you said, like there, it didn't leave time for like yourself or for us. Um, and I kept telling you like, I just like feel so disconnected from you. Like I just want to connect with you. I want yeah. 
but I also didn't really know how to express that to you because I was like, well, I do have a newborn baby that I like love to hold all the time. And we have three other kids that need our attention and we're trying to like make dinner and make sure the house doesn't completely look like a bomb went off <laughs> and we've got laundry and we're still working and like we have clients and things like that. So it's like all the things life still goes on. It's not like it stops. Yeah. And so I think both of us felt that a lot. I mean, it wasn't until like Monday that we were like, wait, like this isn't working for us. Mm -hmm. Like it's really not like I said to you, like I miss our relationship before we had the baby. Not that I am regretting the baby. I just miss, I missed the connection that we had. I missed the conversation. I missed that like intimacy that we had before we had her. And I don't know where it went. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. Like I was truthfully like, how do we get this back? We, I mean, I think a lot of times people think intimacy and they're like sex and like, we physically cannot do that. Like I can't have sex yeah. with you. And so, and it's like, that's how you connect with somebody. That's how you can do that. And it's been so fun to figure out ways to connect intimately without like the sexual part of it um, in our relationship this last week. And it's true. And like the, uh, like if we're talking about intimacy, because I, I was like, okay, great. Intimate. What, like, I don't even know what that means. Right. Yeah. Um, because for me, I automatically go to sex. Like that's, that's what I do. I'm just like, oh, if you're going to be intimate with your partner. It's like, you're going to, you're going to go do it. Right? Well, yeah. I think everybody's mind goes to that. Yeah. Um, there's so many, there's so many like, um, different, like different definitions for it. But like a simple one is just like close familiarity or friendship. Um, like be your, be your wife's best friend. Right. Um, there's deeper ones, but if we just go off that basis where it's just like, I, I want to be with you. I want to be close to you. Like I want to hang out with you. Right. I want to, I want to do all the things with you and be happy doing them and not resent you. I don't want to resent myself, my situation, our kids, all of that. Like that in those intimate spaces, like I actually am choosing to be around you, wanting you, um, without the sex. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, and then we can go a lot deeper than that too with intimacy. Cause you can go down and, and you can say like, okay, cool. How is your connection? Like energetically, like, are you actually connecting on a different playing field than like what this world is actually telling you? And that happens with like touch with hugs, with kisses, with like, you know what I mean? And so, well, yeah. Or also like, are we just having surface level, like story based conversations in our relationships yeah. of like the, the, the everyday thing of like, you know, is the laundry being done? How's work going? How are you mm -hmm. feeling? Like, no, like let's get down to actual like so what honest, we, so, raw conversation. I think that that's yeah. something that's helped us this last week has been being very open with one another of how we're feeling <laughs> of this is how I'm feeling or this is how these are the struggles that I'm going through. And, and either here's how I need you or here's how like I'm hoping that you can help me through those. Um, or, mm. hey, like I'm trying to figure it out on my own and you actually can't do anything to help me or, you know, like. Let's start there. Okay. Um, guys, I 1000%. I didn't believe this up until this week, but I think that that postpartum depression for men is real. And I didn't even push a baby out of my vagina, out of a vagina. <laughs> I, I don't like, have a vagina have a to vagina. push it out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, but like, I really do think that that's real. And it's because, um, like it's weird. Lauren with our first baby, she went through 
I think postpartum depression is kind of what we classified it as, right? Um, where like every night around like 10 o'clock where before we were going to go to bed, she just started crying. Yeah. Right. Um, because of the anxiety of like the kid maybe dying during the night or like not being able to sleep or stop breathing or whatever it was. And I think mine this time, because that happened to me, like every night around nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, I was just like a nervous wreck. Um, and I think mine was almost like a morning of what I thought should be like what I thought our life should look like where, or what, like what morning, like maybe a loss of, of something that I was looking for. And now that we have this kid and it's so stupid to blame it on this baby, like she doesn't do anything to us. Right. Yeah. That I can't get that somehow. And I was so in my head that like every single night because we weren't sleeping very much, and still aren't, but like, um, that would hit me. And so guys, if you're out there and you have a baby, like understand that that's, that's honestly a real thing and look it up. Like it's real. Yeah. Um, because men go through it as well. And that's not to take away from the women because obviously we're not doing the act of actually having the baby. Um, but like, just check in on yourself. If you are in those stages of having a baby, like understand that it's normal, but also understand that like, that you can, you can also get out of it. Because like it was a mindset thing for me, um, and it's still something I'm working through. But I had no idea that that was going to come. But it hit me like a freaking ton of bricks, right? Yeah, and being like a, a spouse to that, it's funny because like originally when you were going through everything, and then it was a couple of days, and you're like, I think I might have like postpartum depression, yeah. and I was like, you don't get to have that. Like, <laughs> no, like I'm the one that is dealing with all this shit thankfully my mental state this baby has been so far you've been amazing yeah. has been okay um that's not to say things don't change sometimes it shows up in months later yeah i have had i have had days where it's not as good as others mm-hmm. um but overall it's funny like when you came to me that was my i feel bad that that was my initial thought of like no are you <laughs> fucking kidding me right now yeah um but the cool part was as i was like i've been there and i i've gone through it yeah. Um, I've gone through the anxiousness. I've gone through like the feelings of the like of depression of, you know, of all of that. So it was, it was nice to kind of be like initially like, what the fuck? And then be like, okay, wait, oh, I've been there. And like, this is so yeah. interesting that you're going through this and I'm so sorry. And like, how can I support you or what do you need help with? Or like, let's talk through it. Um, well, and that was the reason I brought it up because before I brought that up, we had like rarely, if ever talked yeah. about anything real. And I was like, I'm driving myself crazy here. Like I have to say something like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I'm freaking out at my kids. I'm freaking out at myself, freaking out at you. Like what is going on with me? And then I finally, I was just like, Hey babe, I think that I might have something going on. Right. Um, and that's when, and that's why I bring it up is where as far as intimacy goes, being able to share those conversations and those real topics and like your truths with your spouse, especially in this time of like high energetic states where we're bringing a life into the world. Um, I think is very, very cool. And even like just kind of what came to me just barely is just that like in the times when the energy is the highest is when you can actually create the most special things. Um, and that's on a very spiritual level. So I'm sorry that we're getting into that, but like, um, like when you have sex with your partner, energy is really high. Yeah. And those are the moments that you remember. Right. Or those are the moments that, or like if it's a traumatic situation, those are the moments that like shape you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
same thing with having a baby. And so like now is our chance and now is your chance if you're having a baby or if you're going through those stages to actually create something within your relationship that's meaningful. Yeah. Um, what that is, we don't know. Right. And it could be something different for us than it is for you. But like right now we get the chance to sit with this little baby and create a life that we didn't have because we didn't have her before. Right. And choose what we want to do going forward with this little kid. Yeah. Right. Well, and like one of the other things that's been so cool with, with this pregnancy or this birth um, has been kind of like the ability to kind of slow down and be more present, which has allowed me to be a little bit more present with you. I feel like in the moments that we've been able to be hmm. intimate where before I was constantly like in the back of my mind, it was like, I got to get to the next thing. I've got to, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. It's like, it's been really fun for me to kind of almost like, it's like a big inhale, like, and the big exhale is like the only way I can describe it. I've just kind of like, it'll all figure itself out. Like, yeah, things don't have to get done in this crazy, like time manner. I want to be present. I want to, I want to remember all of these things. It's kind of like that analogy. Like if you were to die tomorrow, like, how would that look? Like, I think about, about that song that like diamond, is it diamond Rio? I don't remember <laughs> diamond. I don't know. But the one more day song. What? Do you know the country, the country song? Uh, yeah, one, one more, more day. day. I don't know who sings where it Where he's though. like, like I don't plug the telephone and like leave the TV off. Like all those things. It's just like, mm -hmm. I think about that song all the time lately where it's like, no, I, I really do want to just be in this moment. And, and mm -hmm. it's, I think you can create those opportunities within your, within your partnership all the time, but it's really hard to do it after you've had a baby. And I think that that's why we were like, we felt such a lack because we weren't connecting on any kind of level. It was just very surface level, very like, like Matt said, survival mode, which was like, we don't like to live like that. We don't yeah. want to be just surviving. Um, and so some of the things like he said that have helped have been like, obviously the, the conversation of, you know, how are you in those deep, meaningful conversations of what that looks like? How are you feeling? You know, like, how's your body doing? How, you know, like, where are you at mentally? What can we go do? You know, do you want to go on a walk? Do you want to, you know, go do this? Why are you nervous? Like all the hard questions that you maybe just kind of push down and you don't talk about during these times. Even if you took one of those questions and you just asked your like spouse that just had a baby, where are you at mentally? Like, how are you doing? I feel like that's a hard one because a lot of times we're just like, I'm good. Yeah, but no, but that's the thing. And if we're actually being intimate in those spaces is like sitting with the uncomfortable, right? Um, because no one asked me before, I mean, two years ago, how I was doing mentally. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a question people don't ask. So, yeah. well, that one. And then like, I mean, even though you can't have sex, like you can still do things that are intimate. Well, that was cool. I'm, I'm going to get super personal. Um, so like we hadn't kissed probably like I'd kissed her on the forehead and like maybe like a, like a kiss on the lips, like just a peck. Right. Yeah. Um, for like a week. And I was like, but I didn't even, it didn't even blink. Like I didn't even think about it because of what we were going through. Right. Yeah. But then it finally came down to the moment where we were just like, okay, cool. We kids were gone. I think that they were with like, they were, they were with somebody else and we just had the baby and Lauren this whole week, she was just like, I just want to sit. She was like, I want to feel connected to you. Right. Um, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying when you say that. Like, I don't know what you're wanting. And she's like, I don't really know what I want either. And then she finally came down to it and she was just like, I honestly just want to sit in a quiet room with you, with the baby and like, just be present. 
right? Yeah. Um, like I was like, this sounds so stupid. I was like, I just like want you to hold me. Like I want, I want to yeah. like, I want to touch you. I want to like feel connected to you. I want, like I want to energetically feel like you want to be there. I don't, I don't want you to like sit and hold my hand in the car on the car ride home. Yeah. And there's nothing there. Like you can feel so much when you touch somebody, the energy that's distributed between the two of you. And if you hadn't, I would really challenge you to try to feel that in your relationship because it's, it's so incredible and you can feel the energy that the other person's putting off. Um, especially when it's a good energy, it's like, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. It's such a, it's such an incredible feeling. And I need, I was like craving that. I was like wanting that so bad, but I didn't really know how to ask for it. Yeah. Um, and guys, I'm an emotional person until I'm not right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a girl when it comes to emotions because I'll sit and cry, um, over pretty much anything. But in those moments, in that moment, we, like we literally just sat there. I was going to turn on a movie, but we ended up not doing that. Um, and like Lauren and I just started making out. We sure did. In diaper and it and wasn't. Yeah, and she's like, I'm sorry. I have a diaper on. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care. But the makeout, honestly, and there was zero. I mean, there's no sex at the end of the makeout. No. Clearly. Right. And so, but it was like the most intentional thing ever. And I know that we're bringing into you guys, like bringing you guys into a very intimate space for us, but it's just for, just so you, I mean, hopefully you can take it and run with it because. Like as cheesy as this sounds, it like for me was very like picture, per, like picture perfect movie moment. Yeah. Like you watch those movies and you're like, oh, that, that was a good makeout session or whatever. And it's very like that whatever the actors are doing, it's like very intimate. It's very like you feel very connected to them weirdly like watching it. Yeah. That's how it felt. It was, but very, it was just it like was very like yeah. just present. And it was just like a closeness about it too, yeah. where it was just like we would hug and then we would kiss and stuff like that. And like, I don't know how long it was. It wasn't long. It wasn't short, but it was just like it. And, and there was no expectation for it. It was just like, this is where we both want to be. And we would never want to be anywhere else doing anything else. Yeah. Um, and that, I think intimately that's what we needed um, because we had lost that for a week and a little bit. Um, we had been mad at each other. We had been contentious. We had like, we were putting all of our energy into the kids, the house, the all, everything other than what was really important. And that like in that moment, I realized that like it is, I literally started crying as we were kissing. Right. Yeah, um, but it was just because like for a little bit, I had lost myself. Yeah. Um, and that sucked really bad. And like, as we, like, as we were sharing that moment, I, I literally told Lauren, I was just like, I missed you. Yeah. Like I missed you so bad. Um, because like we'll have kids, you guys will have kids. Um, but, uh, it's just a season. Like there's only, yeah, there's only one person and it's your spouse and that's the person that you choose. Um, and in that moment, like we could both feel that like we were both choosing each other, which is very cool. Yeah. And I, as, and as like we've done that and we had that moment, it's been so much easier to want to continue to do it. And also to like see the other person in such a different light where it's like before I was like so bugged with you. Like when we had gotten in a big, big fight, mm-hmm. um, for a couple of days previously and we were kind of working through that and trying to figure out emotions and like even earlier in the day that like 
day I was pissed. Like I was angry. Yeah. Um, and it took a lot of like talking and a lot of conversation to kind of come to the table and like be willing to want to work through it. Um, cause I could have easily just stayed where I was at, mm-hmm. but the biggest thing for me was like, okay, at the end of the day, is this worth it? And I'm like, I even said to you last night, it was like, Hey, I'm very sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I, that I was so angry for so long over like some, something that I didn't like now looking at it, I'm like, okay, cool. That took up four days of my life that I didn't really need it to, or it took yeah. time away from things that were really important. And so it's that connecting of like, okay, what, what's really worth it? Mm-hmm. Like, what's really worth the, the argument or the fight or the stressing out about, or, you know, all those things. Like, how do you sit in the presence with the person that you love and just be, and just like, be like, this is it. Like we only get this opportunity one time. Like how, and I think that that's a thing that I, I wish I would have learned so early on. Like I think about the day we got married. This is really weird. I'm bringing this up (laughs) and I feel like I literally just forgot we were recording. It's fine. (laughs) Um, I think about the day we got married and, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but people were late coming to our, um, our ceremony. Yeah. Um, and so we got to go into this really beautiful room that you don't normally get to go into the day you get married. And, uh, they like sat us down in there and it's beautiful. It's like full of light and it's, it's like stunning. It's just beautiful. It's calm and peaceful. And they had us sit down there together. And I think we were in there for like 20 minutes. I mean, maybe it wasn't that long. It felt really long and it was just us in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, as a 21 year old, like, okay, let's get on with this. I want to go marry him. <laughs> but like being 31 now and looking back on that moment, I'm like, wait, like I got to sit in a room with just you minutes before we got married. Mm-hmm. It was just us and it was quiet and it was peaceful. And it was like, that room is everything that I love. Like it's bright and it's yeah. calm and it's peaceful and it's, and I got to sit there with just you and just hold your hand. And looking back, we didn't really talk to each other much mm-hmm. because we were 21 and we didn't know how to talk to each other. But I'm like, what conversations would we, like being now, like in the state that we are now, what conversations would we have had in those moments, like right before we got married and how intimate yeah, that, that was? Cool. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I guess what my point is, is like, we're talking about having a baby and staying intimate with your partner, but like, those opportunities come so often. I think we just forget about them and we miss them. Well, we're just always looking for the next thing. Like just like what you described, you're just like, okay, let's get on with it. I want to go do this now. Yeah. Right. But it, yeah, I, I mean the topic of that, that topic is presence. Right. But, yeah. um, but I think with presence be- brings more intimacy into your relationship. That. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think you can have true passionate, like connection and intimacy without being present. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't think so. Yeah. <clears throat> I think without presence, it's just very surface level. Absolutely. Um, and I think uh, honestly you could define intimacy as presence as well. Like just being present with yourself, with your spouse, with anybody around you. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, guys, um, just understand like it, there, there's ups and downs to, to having kids. Um, and it's not a bad thing. And everybody goes through things differently and like, there's not a one size fits all to parenting or to having a baby or, or to being in a relationship. And it's very much individual. Um, and we hope that we, you can take away anything that, that we talk about and apply it to your lives in any way that helps. Right. Um, but we're so grateful that we have the chance 
to like go through the ups and downs of life and choose each other every single day and choose to be intimate with each other, choose to like, even though we can't have sex, right? Like there'll be a blowjob every once in a while, probably. Betcha. <laughs> but like, Betcha um, but like choose, choose to be so intimate and so energetically connected with your spouse that like, there's nowhere else you'd rather be. Yep. So guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, please hang on. We've got a lot of new stuff coming and we are very excited for it. Um, if you do have any questions, please reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok um, on grindtogether.podcast on TikTok and then grindtogetherco on Instagram. Um, we are like so, so grateful for you guys. And I want to get back to the state where we can actually ask you guys for like topic ideas because we like to talk about what's going on in our relationship, but we also want to know what you guys want to hear. Um, so I might throw that out on like one of our stories and get some topic ideas from you guys and make it fun again. Um, not that it's not fun now, but I do love the fun episodes when we like are diving into the, the funnier topics. Right. So, um, okay. We love you guys and we will see you next week. Love you guys.